Welcome to the Viral Solutions Podcast. The title of today's podcast and subject is Establishing a Content Marketing Budget and what to consider and how to do that. Because a content marketing budget, it's a must. No matter what size of business you are, solopreneur to Fortune 500, Here we're going to help you recognize correct ways to strategize this budget by using smart goals and smart teams. You should be able to handle just about any challenge. (coughs) Content marketing refers to a strategic marketing approach that focuses on creating as well as distributing quality content to a defined audience to drive profitable customer actions. It's an effective marketing tool used by organizations to achieve business objectives, ranging from increasing brand visibility on search engines to boosting customer retention rates. What are the most effective types of content. Let's start there before we talk about budgeting because we we all know uh, content comes in many forms. Some of the most effective types of content used by marketing professionals include a blog post. This allows businesses to raise their SERP or search engine results page It's a ranking process, and it helps provide value, educational value to consumers via high-quality, SEO-friendly, educational content. Now, a blog post is also something that you might want to think about as compared to the old days of a newspaper. It's, It's quite dated. It's quite... You know, within a few days, the info in it is dead, all right? The the same would be true for anything CNN or USA Today put on their website. They change it all the time, I mean, hourly. Well, a blog post is meant to be educational at the moment. It's not sales landing page copy. It's dated, timely, Easily expiring content. Videos is another form of content. Video content marketing is also very effective and is used to attract prospective customers. The trick with video content is ensuring it's high quality and that the material here is timeless versus in a blog post Uh, it's quite to the date, all right? It's not evergreen. Videos are things you would more than likely use as evergreen. Now, sure, there's educational short-term vlogs, a video blog, but here, that's not what we're talking about. (coughs) E-books, still very popular. These are 
educational, essential information, uh, possibly about your the goods your business offers. Um, great place to show off your brand's colors, logo, language, in a visual design. But the main purpose for an ebook is to answer those proverbial questions of what do you mean by this? What do you mean by that? Uh, hey, I got this pain, I got this problem. How are you going to solve it? All right? Demos. Uh, not always uh, appropriate for everybody, but for those people who uh, have a product or service that needs to be demonstrated, it allows your prospective customer to test out the product or service before making the purchase. And this can be the gateway to fully qualifying a lead and helping guide them through the sales funnel. Case studies. Case studies are composed of real data from people who are interested in, in having their story told. So this is where you've got a customer or client and you want to turn the content into proof of uh, how you help people. So this form of content not only resonates with people uh, intimately, but helps position your brand as an authority on a particular topic. A white paper is very similar to an ebook, except it tends to be more academic. Um, it usually doesn't contain graphical design, and it presents information more astutely. Social media content marketing is very widely used. Um, it's more the long play than the short play. The biggest benefits of social media content marketing are that there are multiple ways to showcase your brand's identity, and you can interact with customers directly, which helps boost customer loyalty and retention. There's other forms of content, but we'll move on. And as you create your content marketing strategy, it's important to establish an optimal content marketing budget that focuses on streamlining processes as well as maximizing profits. This step is of the utmost importance if you are operating with limited financial resources such as the owner of a small business. Small business owners are the most prone to underperforming in the marketing realm. They don't typically allocate enough funds to the area to increase their conversion rates. And typically they're very ingrained with the day-to-day responsibilities of selling their products and services and running their business. But a content marketing budget is important to be viewed as a investment and not as an accountant's view of an expense because this item will help top line revenue. That's why budgeting is so important. 
It creates a pathway to success no matter your limitations. What do you need to consider when establishing a content marketing budget? When setting your budget, ensure your content strategy aligns with your spending beliefs. This requires a clear understanding of your overall marketing budget so that you can have a better sense of how much you want to allocate to content marketing. For all of marketing, software, content creation, advertising, Viral Solutions sees and has experienced for more than 10 years that the average business invests about 25 to 30% of their budget in marketing, with the majority of that going to advertising and content creation. Now that your budget is set, um, it's time to focus on the allocation of content marketing funds. And you want to be asking yourself these questions. What goals are you trying to achieve? Because you don't, you don't want to set your budget at, say, 28% of revenue and just that's what we put together. You've also got to have goals because you've got to know whether this stuff is working or not. And when do you switch gears? Because you gotta, you got to know how you're going to measure the progress and what defines success of a content marketing campaign. And then how are you going to distribute that content to an audience? And typically that means you're going to be looking at a pay-to-play environment. Pay-per-click, paid sponsorships, paid advertising, that type of thing. The answers to those questions are going to help you determine key metrics so that you know whether your strategy is effective or not. And then as you polish those diamonds and discard those things that didn't work, that's how you then maximize your return on investment. Always measure and adjust results. When your content marketing campaign is alive and you've got money behind it for advertising, it is the right thing to do to sit back and monitor how well it's converting. Give it some time. How much? Well, that depends on your budget as compared to your cash reserves. Um, but 90 days is not uncommon. You can make small adjustments along the way, but make sure they're very minor and small. If you make too many of them at once, you won't know which change uh, uh, made the difference. Then adjust your budget, your allocations of content by channel to better serve your brand's bottom line. All of these considerations can help you create a thorough content marketing budget using SMART goals. What's a SMART goal? Well, SMART is an acronym. 
It was recently on entrepreneur.com in an article number 342898. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Specific. What do we mean by specific? Well, that has to do with goal setting. When you're drafting your goals, there's five W's of specific. What do I want to accomplish? When will I accomplish the goal? Why is the goal important? Who is involved? And where is all of this stuff located? The M in SMART stands for measurable. Measurable means setting goals that can be measured. I mean, some, some goals you can set, they aren't measurable. All right? <coughs> so make sure you can measure them versus, via some sort of metric system. And then that helps your team stay focused, motivated, on track to meeting deadlines. The A in SMART is for achievable. An achievable goal is a realistic goal that you can accomplish successfully. Unattainable goals can be costly as they waste valuable company resources such as time, money, and energy. The R in SMART stands for relevant. Make sure your goals are relevant means focusing on goals that align with your business's overall objective, not just your marketing objectives. So, for example, if your brand is on the verge of releasing a new product, like a basketball shoe, then the content you create should relate to the release of the basketball shoe because that new product is not only about marketing, but it's about the whole company. The T in SMART goals has to do with time or time bound. This is an important component of goal setting because it's providing target dates for deliverables and completion. Realistic deadlines will help you stay organized, busy, and on the road to however you define success. So if you have a project that's due in a month, you could set bi-weekly target dates for deliverables. Here's what we think your takeaways should be. Here's the do's of content marketing, budgeting. Understand your audience. Market in a manner that it's more likely to reach and convert them. You don't have to use all the forms of content we started talking about. You don't have to use all channels of social media. You don't need to use all avenues of paid advertising. You just need to use the right ones. And then allocate the funds to the areas that have proven to convert. Make sure your goals are also realistic. Okay? Um, test, start small and then crank it up when you find the winner. What about the don'ts of content market budgets? 
don't allocate funds to areas that don't convert. Maybe they're showing potential. Maybe they're a longer play. So if your goal is to increase your branding exposure in a year or less versus playing the long games like the big companies do, 10 years to take over market share, <coughs> that has a lot to do with whether an avenue is converting correctly or not. So make sure you understand how you're going to accomplish them and in what time. And don't set a goal or invest financially until you understand that. Don't make business decisions with your content marketing budget that's opposite of your business objectives or your business message or your overall brand look and feel. I mean, I know this sounds like common sense, but when that tends to happen is when the marketing team is operating in a, in a silo away from the rest of the business. They don't have a voice at the table, so they may not know that what they're creating is uh, opposing the rest of the business's objectives. This is all about developing marketing content exponentially. And through these budgets, um, they help you stay in tune and in alignment. Uh, it helps the marketing team and the financial people in the business stay in alignment and understand each other better. Because this is a very highly competitive climate and businesses need to get in front of the eyes of the consumers with intent. And that requires often reworking those budgets to meet the needs of the new digital age along with the overall objectives of the business. How much should you be investing in content marketing? We usually see a third of budgeted revenue go towards all aspects of the sales and marketing process, from content creation to paid advertising to various forms of teaching and training and software and all the widgets and gadgets. Thanks for listening to the Viral Solutions Podcast, where we're committed to seeing you succeed. Because our goal is to double your business with proven marketing strategies that help your business over the long haul. And the Viral Solutions Podcast is where you stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing. Check us out at viralsolutions.net. You'll find us all over on social media. And there's a great chat button uh, on our website, too, at viralsolutions.net. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.